0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrick, and alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas.
1: How's it going, everyone? Also,
0: <laughs> also joining us is Colonel Panic himself, Joe Wilson. And last but not least, the Deepstone Cryptian himself, Mr. Josh Finney. Hey, 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 Josh! You basically live in the <laughs> Deepstone Crypt now. Let's, let's be
2: <laughs> i
3: I have done four clears since Monday night, and that's not counting the nearly twelve hours that Joe and I spent in contest mode on Saturday. So it's. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically the only video gaming I've done this week has been the Stone Crypt.
0: Yeah, that's that sounds nice. I've been uh, awesome. I've been playing a lot of Destiny too, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. How's everyone's Thanksgiving? Everybody good? Everybody full? It feels like it feels like about three months since we did this. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've, yeah. My Thanksgiving went good. We didn't have ours really. Our dinner until um, Friday. But- I like. I like oh, to. We, imagine. we went and had Munchies Pizza for uh, for our actual Thanksgiving, <laughs> which like is to, a a local place.
0: But I like to imagine Jesse's Thanksgiving went like this: they bring the the tray out, the t- turkey's supposed to be on with a big silver lid on it, and they pull the lid off, and it's just Series X.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a Series X with uh, two turkey legs on each, one on each side of it.
2: I thought for sure you were <laughs> going to say it's a wheel of cheese.
4: <laughs>
1: oh that's just the appetizer oh, man.
0: yeah Thanksgiving was uh really simple we just went over to my, my mom's and she made breakfast for all of us and we just kind of hung oh. out there and then came home at like one ish and uh that that was it that was it
2: so oh, uh, quick quick round the horn uh everyone uh french toast or pancakes go or waffles or waffles. Uh, oh, waffles.
1: God. French toast for me.
2: I mean, huh? listen, I've got a philosophical answer for
4: this. Okay.
1: No, some no. days.
3: This was a A, it's B, or C. It's a
1: Joe, toast look what you started. Day number A, B, and C listen, with Josh. It, it, <laughs> Uh-oh.
3: It, some, some days, some days it's a French toast kind of. You eat some fluffy sourdough bread. You make it up. It's nice. It's fluffy. It's delicious. You get some powdered sugar on there. Other days, it's a Belgian waffle day, man. But, but let me tell you, my friends, there is nothing better than Eggos, apple cinnamon waffle. Truly not a better frozen breakfast
2: item. You have lost all credibility as soon as your preferred breakfast item is ego waffles. No, 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 no. <laughs>
3: listen, listen. I'm cheap. I've made no secret about this in my time on this show. I'm very cheap. I, I like ego waffles. I like apple cinnamon ego waffles better than any other frozen breakfast item. There is not a better frozen breakfast item.
1: I like the strawberry waffles. The there's not a better frozen Eggo.
3: breakfast item.
0: Corey, jesse failed to bring one to the table look my mom made homemade buttermilk (laughs) waffles we're not talking
3: homemade we're talking no i'm talking
0: homemade i look my mom made waffles this for thanksgiving and i had four of them as well as quiche and sausage and hash browns and a banana and you know look Waffles. We had man. more breakfast than I did for Thanksgiving dinner. I want that on the record. Look, I had—I <laughs> didn't eat lunch, and then we had a Stromboli for dinner. Okay, so I look. These waffles were great. I—they didn't even need syrup. I just put a little bit of butter, butter, in all the little pockets. Right, little little butter pockets, and just put some sausage and eggs inside. I ate but them but like tacos. You need
3: the butter syrup pockets.
0: No, see, man- I. If and you if it's a good waffle well, you Joe do not side need side syrup. Eat them
2: for lunch so. look if you if you have a good waffle you do not need syrup that is true and uh, so the answer the correct answer is uh if it's a ra- if it's a dough like a dough waffle it's a dough waffle wins outside of that it's French toast and pancakes yeah pan- mm. pancakes are easily the bottom of the barrel here
3: I think mm. that's what we're establishing
2: I would also say that I Pancakes are so easy to make, and I hate making them at home because I feel like the cleanup of pancakes is yeah. just like way yep, worse. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yep. yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Because I yeah. mean, French toast is easy to make too, but but yeah, oh, it's delicious. Definitely not as it's definitely not as as uh, much to clean up after you're done. I, I feel like the French toast leftovers heat
3: up better, also. Who yeah. has leftover French toast. Yeah, when it's only two people in
0: the house,
3: you star. got leftovers, buddy. <laughs>
0: no, no, you're just I not know.
1: trying hard enough.
3: No, see I'm the thing to be on a diet. The
1: thing, the thing with <laughs> waffles That's
3: the guy for I me drinking copious amounts of beer.
1: The things for with wa- the things with waffles for me is I I tend to take like a good Eggo waffle and then I put. Uh, Peanut butter on one, and then jelly on the other, and I make a uh, peanut butter and jelly with the waffles, and it's so good.
3: Jesse, it's seriously. Got diabetes, listening to you.
1: It's so good, though. It's better than any peanut butter and jelly, normal peanut butter jelly you can ever make. It's so good. <laughs> I'm I'm
0: that guy who doesn't like peanut butter though, so you're not talking. To yeah, me. yeah, I know. Yeah.
3: This, uh, Hey Reese's Pieces, baby Reese's Pieces. Yeah,
1: yep. Corey's missing out on a whole world of. <laughs> but that's fine, but it he's not sound like he's missing. no yeah. you know, look. I, I mean, you're it. not. You don't like it, so it's it's not gonna. Nothing's gonna make you like something you don't. So that's fair, you know. I'm look I'm, money. I'm happy with with my selection of treats. Eh, and, even money at some point can't make you like something <laughs> that you don't. <laughs> Again, you're not trying hard enough.
2: I would I would love to test that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving me money?
2: I, I, I take that back. I I, I,
1: I could think of a done. lot of things that money wouldn't <laughs> make me do. <laughs> oh, I
2: I would say that if you have cold hard cash in front of you, the right dollar amount, I would do pretty much anything.
0: Oh boy!
2: Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We should move on before we get into the specifics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of food, our our pal Greg Osterman III writes in <laughs> about another food item. He says, "New one for the Axe Mafia." Is that what we are? We? Are oh, uh, maybe. Uh, okay. You know, keep, keep. Let's try again next week. Uh, What's your stance on burritos? What is your go-to burrito? Someone who just had a burrito yesterday. I am all about the burrito. Okay? It used to be yeah. like... Okay, good Chipotle is good Chipotle. But there's a place by my house called Casa del Rio. And they make... they. I have not been to Chipotle in probably six months since I found this place. Okay? yeah, It's that good. If I want a burrito, that's where I'm going
1: casa del rio express yeah we've got a couple of good uh uh, mexican restaurants around here that make a pretty good burrito but honestly i love burritos so much that i'll i'm even down with the uh you know 56 cent uh you know bean and cheese frozen burritos that you can get and you throw them in a and like, uh, the, uh, air fryer or something like that and get that outside really crispy and crunchy and keep the, the inside nice and, and cooked. And, uh, I'll, I'll eat that any day. I like, I, for me, I, I think I like either, uh, spicy, like the spicy beef and, and cheese kind of like burritos for the frozen ones or, uh, but like going to the restaurant. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, Kadobas is really good. I like their their burri- their uh, burritos. Nice,
0: nice. Uh, I'm gonna let Joe go next. Oh, I feel like so, Josh doesn't like burritos.
2: I'm gonna let Joe go next. <laughs> oh, um, my burritos are pretty uninteresting because usually it's a it's a like a black bean base in most of them since mm-hmm. I don't eat meat. The, uh was it, Chipotle has that sofritos one now, which is like the plant-based mm-hmm. protein. It's pretty mm-hmm. good, but I find that it's too, I want to say soggy. Like, there's too much moisture in the burrito with those. I agree. Uh, I so get a burrito bowl. Yeah, burrito bowl would be fine with that. But I normally it's just like black beans, rice, and then, you know. Yeah the salsa. And I, th- all the
1: I honestly think Cadoba is just so much better than Chipotle. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you guys have Cadoba? No, 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 you don't. We okay. we, we well, did. it's very similar. There. Yeah, it's very similar, but like, they're I just feel like all their ingredients and the, the way that they that they uh, prepare it is just so much better. Oh, I, I'm I, I'm.
2: Pretty sure the Cadoba that I used to go to closed down because of a health code violation.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I think
2: so. Yeah, so ours Codoba is
1: to me is
3: in the middle of DFW International, so I ain't going there anytime soon.
1: Yeah, see, we'll and see ours, see ours so is much. like a ours is like a hospital. That place is always clean and just really nice looking, and and you know, like all the food's right there in front of you, so you can kind of see how they're preparing it, you know, as you go down the line. so, but. so burritos. Guys, it's, God, it's, it's no secret dance. that I'm the most
3: southern. I'm the most southern of our group. I live in <laughs> Texas. There's practically a good burrito on every corner. Okay, you you go to the fir- you go to the first place in South Dallas or like Central Fort Worth and if you cannot pronounce the name of the restaurant, you're in for a good time. <laughs> um that being said though, I am actually a fan of the breakfast burrito more than anything. Mm. Mm. I like to scramble me some eggs. I like to dice me up some potatoes. Not hash browns. Dice me up some potatoes. Re- real thin, real real nice and little cube shapes. Put them in there. Sprinkle a little bit of cheese. Chop up dice up some bacon and some sausage. I'm not picky. I mm-hmm. like to have both in there. And you better have the biggest freaking tortillas you can find because that baby's going to be overloading. Yeah, and man. then I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> the key to every good day is a good breakfast burrito. They make- I'll, I'll
1: honestly In Texas, go to Texas.
3: They're at our fast food establishments.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll go to my grave still saying that I I think I now this isn't comparable to what you're talking about, but when it comes to like breakfast at the fast food restaurants, I'll pick uh, Taco Bell's breakfast over any of the rest of them. What a burger,
0: baby! What a burger!
1: What yeah, we, don't have, up we don't have one here. We don't have one. So I,
0: yeah. what a burger, baby! Let me tell you though, this morning I made, I made breakfast tacos this morning, by the way, speaking of, scrambled up some eggs, cooked some uh, turkey sausage, right? Trying to, trying to be healthy, put a little bit of cheese in there, (laughs) wrapped them up, made some, okay, half-assed taco, whatever, but they were good, man. I'm telling you. It's when you go to in the, in the morning for breakfast. So, uh, hope that answers your question, Greg. I enjoy a good burrito. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's probably my
1: favorite. Th- like,
0: if you don't enjoy a good burrito, we simply can't trust you.
1: That's fair. The Mexican and Chinese food are like right at like top tier, tier oh, one. Could you imagine Foods. a General Tso's burrito? Mm. Ooh, that would be good. Mm.
2: Oddly enough, there's a place <laughs> where I live called Madness.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: And they do, like, uh, a lot of, like, Mexican fusion fu- food. Oh, okay. And they have, uh, let's see, I'll bring up their menu now. There's one that I had the other day that, w- I mean, granted, it was plant-based, so I think it was tofu. But it was uh,
1: crepes. Where is it? It's getting to the point, though, where plant-based foods are are getting to be really good. Like, I I like that uh, Impossible <laughs> Whopper was really good. <laughs> The uh, Impossible Burgers and stuff like that—the stuff you can get in the store—that's, you know, uh, meat meat uh, substitute is really good. I've I've used some of it from the chickens to the, just because I like to uh, try to not eat actual meat when I you know get a chance.
2: So this was crispy organic tofu tossed with sweet. Soy citrus sauce topped with cilantro, bean sprouts, avocado, and tomatillo, avocado salsa. So it wasn't quite a general so's, but it's definitely, there's like a Asian fusion happening there. Yeah. Uh, and it was delicious. Didn't really taste like a uh, taco at all or a burrito yeah. necessarily, but it was good. Anyway, so if you're ever in Pittsburgh, check out Mad Mex. It's not really Mexican, but they are mad. So it's, it's an alright place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds good nice uh Deshaun malone writes in and says hey y'all hope you had a good thanksgiving i did Thank got you. a new hat by the you way too oh during thanksgiving because well, my parents didn't ins- nice. it's a it's a new brown hat <laughs> it
2: doesn't look brown it looks gray
0: it is gray oh. the front is brown where oh. the dog is on the <laughs> uh anyways because my parents didn't see me for my birthday so they gave it to me during Thanksgiving. Uh, he said, What's next gen life looking like for you right now? How are y'all enjoying your boxes this far in? Um, <laughs> you, you know what, Jesse, we're gonna go your way first since you're the newest, yeah, n- current gen person.
1: Couldn't think, of yeah, something I mean, yeah, I, you know, like I got to, uh, you know, I started, started Watch Dogs Legions on, you know, on my 1X, and, and you know, I've definitely got to see the amazing difference, you know, like that ray tracing brings to a game even. You know, just that alone on that game makes it so much more life, you know, lifelike, and just it just feels better. And, and there, you know, like it's, like, actually makes you stop and look at you know like buildings and stuff and things like that that normally you don't care about as much uh more because you know there's there's a reason for it like it draws your eyes to things like definitely a lot more um so like yeah i mean like just that like ray tracing alone and you know just watching even videos of uh like miles morales and and you know like some of these other games that are kind of taking advantage of that, that are out right now. Um, it definitely is a, a well, you know, much needed uh, improvement to, to things that that really does make the games just look so much better, in my opinion. Um, I've been playing, you know, a lot of, of um, games that aren't using any of that stuff um but it, it's still so much better of a, ver- a way to play it just not having to wait for you know loading as much and uh-huh. and things I mean, like that that's like the big point though right Is like it, all your yeah. old games play
0: better like in it, it yeah i mean i'm in the same boat as you but continue sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you. yeah no
1: and like and like you know i i was in the message thing you know speaking of uh of Destiny. Uh I was playing Destiny 2 and like starting the new you know, like when you start the new season, they always have like uh cinematics that they play that are kind of introducing you. And I am not kidding you. Like it was literally just freezing and not wanting to play when I was playing it on my one X. And and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Like it was so bad and it would keep on breaking up and The sound wouldn't you know would break up and everything like it was just so bad that i was like i i really want to see this and watch it but i can't the way that it's doing it right now and so luckily i could you know once i started it up on on my series x i then i got a chance to watch it all the way through and it played perfectly fine like for whatever reason that those cinematics like and it's really weird because like all the in-engine um, cinematics, like where where it's just you know like the the where you're actually seeing your character in the in the engine and it's doing stuff that was working perfectly fine on my my one X, but it was it was just the the video cinematics that were just being really weird for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I I mean that so the little hitches and things like that i i've yet to start um the the add-ons i want to get to control and finish the add-ons and stuff i've been kind of waiting until i got my series x to do that because like the all the alan wake stuff i've been so excited for that but i've just kind of had to like you know stunt my excitement because i'm like okay i gotta wait a little while yet here until i can really get excited about this but um so yeah, and like I, I've just kind of been playing all different kinds of stuff. I think I got like twenty games on mine right now, plus uh, like all my, you know, like HBO and and Netflix and all those kinds of things. But I, you know, I'm sitting at twenty games right now, and I think I have a little little bit of space left. Um, but I think that's gonna be fine because. For me, I think what what this console is really going to improve for me is to actually try to finish things instead of just being able to download 300 games on on a hard drive and then never play any of them. You know, that's that's what I do right now Uh uh, or did with my One X and I've really got to break that habit and not having as much space, I think, for now is going to... um, hopefully break that habit um cuz yeah like i've been playing uh Rise of the Tomb Raider or or Shadow, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the third one right yeah yeah yes. yeah i've been playing that and uh, man uh, you know like i i mean it's not really there's not not a whole lot that it's doing as far as next gen kind of things like ray tracing or anything but like it's just nice like having that game running you know great and and i you know like the loading and stuff is nothing and and you know like i play started it three days ago and then came back to it today and it's boom like you know it just instantly takes you know picks back up from where i left off you know because of the uh the uh you know like just being able to have games sitting in the background waiting for you to come back to them you know so mm-hmm. so i've you know all the features that it's that it's had to offer i've i've already taken advantage of those and and it's like honestly like it's a great console <laughs> like i love it i love i love the little touches that that this generation has brought so far you know mind you some of them i we haven't gotten a whole lot of out of it yet but you know that will come very soon i think so yeah um <clears throat> yeah
0: i mean i'm enjoying it too like i i'm i mean I, honestly i've been pl- mostly been playing destiny and like just the load times and getting into spaces faster and getting into matches of crucible and gambit faster and just everything being the load times essentially are just changed yeah. to the whole like the way i play the game and um, yeah, i did I did play my first few games at 120 frames a second though by the way and oh my god dude playing halo reach at 120 frames a second it's a different game like it feels like a different game Mm -hmm. and like the field of view sliders make it feel different like everything just makes it feel different i'm like oh my gosh i feel like no halo doesn't need a sprint button playing at this like it just felt like fast it felt so fast um yeah uh gears feels really fast too and responsive uh even on my bi- even on my big tv in the living room which is where i've been playing the last week uh, because i haven't had to do anything uh it's just like man the, 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 i i can't wait for destiny to get to 60 frames a second because i don't know if i'll ever go back to 30 on anything uh i i do have to say that halo like moving that fast was like it was really jarring at first. Like it was really jarring, mm-hmm. because I think it may be because I was playing. I've been playing so much Destiny that going from Destiny to Halo, from thirty to one hundred and twenty frames a second is like is really jarring. But uh, I gotta say, man, I I feel like this is the Series X is what they wanted the One X to kind of be, and that was like the first step. To where this box is, uh, and I'm just I'm loving it, man. All the old games that just run better. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I played the first two hours of, and playing Assassin's Creed at, at 60 frames a second uh, is different too. Because uh, I probably put like 60 or 70 hours into into Odyssey, and playing Valhalla is just a a real different experience. So. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Jesse, playing the old games with the load times and everything—it just changed the game for me.
1: Yeah, and Forza Horizon Four too. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Like playing that, mm-hmm. um, at sixty frames, um, and you know, four K or whatever is been has been really really nice. Like I I for the first time ever, I think prefer that game now. Uh, playing in um. Uh, what is it the uh... crap performance like a mode no no the the, cockpit um, mode cockpit mode yeah cockpit mode where like it actually is like what you would see if you were driving in your car you know like Mm -hmm. kind of like that field of view and I actually (laughs) absolutely love playing that way versus the third person kind of that I normally would
4: yeah
1: I actually prefer that now yeah, so
0: uh, you guys, what are you guys uh, thinking about your boxes? Any problems? Any any vape smoke coming out of there?
3: <laughs> um, I've had a problem with mine, actually. Oh, no, uh, it's something that's only started popping up the last couple of days. It's not like a major problem. Like, I'm not, not going to write Microsoft an angry letter and like, you know, march on their headquarters. Mm-hmm. But my controller becomes disconnected randomly.
0: Oh, yeah, I've had that issue, too, a couple times, where, like, the controller says it's on and the Xbox says the controller's on, but, like, it's not responsive? No,
3: so mine, it flat-out disconnects, but it only does it when I'm at the end of a session and I go to turn off my Xbox. I'll turn the Xbox off, and I've noticed it happens if I hit the power button on the actual Xbox is typically how it happens the controller like everything will shut down and then all of a sudden the uh like the console will turn back on or, or like the controller will be pulsating and it's it's desynced. Now when I go in and I have to hard reset the console at that point and then I'm able to reconnect. You cannot recon I cannot reconnect until I hard reset. But it typically unsyncs my headset. It only started doing it once I started using a wireless headset. So I'm almost wondering if there's just too much if there's too much interference since I'm literally my console sits a foot away from me on my desk. Mm -hmm. I'm almost wondering if it's because there's just so much interference in like this little 12 inch radius that that may be doing it. But I've seen and I've seen several people online say they've had the same issue as me. So it's not like it's not a big deal, but Mm -hmm. really, really feel like Microsoft should have been like, all right. We're going to get rid of the Xbox connectivity stuff, except for the old controllers and switch everything else to Bluetooth. They Mm. really should have done that this time around. And I just I'm absolutely baffled as to why they didn't do that.
4: Hmm.
0: I've Um, I've,
3: I've, um, it would have allowed for a more stable connection, I think. hmm.
0: I've also had a really weird issue where, like, I turn my Xbox off and I go to plug my controller in. And Mm -hmm. when when I plug my controller in to charge it, it just turns the Xbox back on.
3: Uh, that happened when I plugged my headset into. I, yeah. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but I mean, like, if that's the biggest problem I have, like, it's not overheating. And there's no yeah, vape mm-hmm. smoke coming out. It hasn't <laughs> eaten a disc yet. Mm. I haven't had the factory reset mine or anything like.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm run, running. I'm running Skype off of mine and using it right now, and it's literally like there's no heat coming out of the top of it at all. like like I've been surprised just from what I've heard, like people saying that it gets really warm at the top, but my I've you knows. know played a lot of games, and yeah, like I haven't noticed like not like it's I would say it's cooler than the heat that comes out of the back of my one x, yeah <clears throat>
3: yeah, yeah. I, uh I mean. Other than that, though, like, I've genuinely, with the X and with the S, we've had no issues. It's fantastic. It's the first time I've ever bought an Xbox on launch day that it hasn't messed
0: up yet. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I I haven't put a disc in mine yet. I'm, like, I'm afraid that mine's going to be the one with, like, a broken disc drive. Yeah, I'm absolutely terrified. I'm probably
3: going (laughs) to test it out on, like, a movie or something, something I don't care about. Yeah. I Go find my old Ratatouille Blu-ray or something and shove it in there. Whenever I read that thing,
2: I put uh, my one of my Spider-Man Two soundtrack <laughs> inside of it, and it uh, it was fine. It didn't You're do You're really asking a, for it. Yeah, put the time. Spider-Man's.
1: What yeah, was put the, a Sony uh, product uh, in it? Pizza oh. yeah. <laughs> 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 time. Oh jeez! Yeah, if it really was gonna shit out, it would be if you put a Sony product in it. And then it'll just attack the inside. But no, it worked. It's yeah, fine.
2: My Xbox <laughs> has been fine though. It's I mean I've only played Destiny, Call of <laughs> Duty, and Halo. Uh, I have a very wide variety that I play. I installed a bunch of other games on it that I will never touch.
0: I know. I have. I filled <laughs> up. I filled up both hard drives with games, and I'm like. I would like to play you someday when I have time and am not playing <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> when Destiny dies, you will be the games that I play. No, I,
3: uh, I mean I've, I've tried out a few other things now at this point that aren't just Destiny because I yeah. wanted to see what an actual like next gen res game actually looks like. Since Destiny's yeah. not there yet, uh, Horizon Four runs fantastic, like Jesse said. Uh, particularly the Lego expansion is just inc- the level of detail is incredible in that. Um, but the one that really shocked me, how much better it looks than its its last gen counterpart. I gotta switch that over now. Then its Xbox One counterpart is Gears Five. Uh, Gears Five is incredible. I started playing it the other day. I got through the first act, and holy god, that game looks and feels so much better on next gen. It looks. Yeah. It feels so. It <laughs> feels like a completely game. It feels like a new engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like it feels like it handles differently on the Series X, and I mean, part of that is probably a psychological thing. Like, well, oh they my god say I they got the, res- the
0: response, the responsiveness down by like what, ha- like a it's... half a millisecond or something. Like it, they got
3: it, it feels, there. it feels so much more on point, both for you, your AI, and the enemy AI, like. I noticeably had a more difficult time with the AI because I feel like it was just more on point, Mm -hmm. which is great. Like I'd rather have that, frankly, but also I felt like my shots when I was actually like pumping the trigger or hitting reload, it was happening in real time. Um, That was really nice. It's it's just uh, the upgrades to that game are awesome. Like, I don't know how many more of those we will get from Microsoft. For their mm-hmm. Xbox One games, but if they're on that level, I'd be okay with a lot. Of, like if games like Quantum Break were to get them, I would 100% go back to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, even if you just look at the uh, the like comparison uh, images, like the fact that all a lot of those things now in the environment and Gears Five are are no longer 2D v- images baked mm-hmm. into the surfaces and are actual. 3d I mean that makes that alone will make it look so much different
3: they I will tell you right now the preview images because like I looked at the preview images I was like oh this is all right like cool yeah. it, it the shadows are a little bit better and stuff it doesn't do it justice like when yeah. you actually play that you're like oh my god like this this feels like we have crossed a threshold and this is really the yeah. first generation where I think, backwards compatibility has been something more than just a novelty like mm-hmm. it actually matters now on both consoles the games genuinely look play and feel like they were supposed
1: to mm-hmm. well then, uh, you know in the it, like, i love one that of the i can go I... all the
3: way back to the og xbox and i can play a game like black and it looks and feels incredible yeah. at- came out 15 years ago. Did you play yeah. Fusion Frenzy yet? Because I did. I absolutely will not be playing Fusion Frenzy. Oh, oh. man. I wish they'd <laughs> add online
0: multiplayer to that. We could play that yeah. all together. Yeah, I know. It'd be awesome. I know. I love that game. Or, you <laughs> know, I could just... play Mario Party. All right, so... Just know Waluigi, I'm not playing. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to... We're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna get into the the news, and then we're gonna answer some questions. And if we have time, we can talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Although I think most of us just been Destiny. Kind of so. did. Uh, well,
1: and we kind of did with with
0: that. <laughs> with yeah, talking about our Xbox saving Europa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Aaron Greenberg, uh, this story started going around because he posted a picture of a hedgehog on his uh, his fleet. You know, his new. His new, the new thing Twitter's doing, the the fleet, you know, and he posted a picture of a hedgehog, and now everybody's thinking that they're gonna partner with Sega again about something. <laughs> so, that's cool. Um, it if it was gonna some... be if they ever gonna partner with Sega, why didn't he post this picture with a blue controller? You jerks. Yeah, you cowards. <laughs> so people still think the sega partnership is coming uh i know Sega's is going through a rough time now and i guess it would make more t- more sense than ever to do that but uh mm-hmm. what what are you guys thinking on this this crazy
1: what do you call it conspiracy i guess honestly i don't even think it's that crazy at this point but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's still a hesitation there for me to to think that this is something that will happen. But at the same time, you know, like like you said, like now right now is probably a more possible time than ever um, for it to happen. If they're having some troubles and stuff, you know, like that's kind of what happened with with um, <clears throat> with Bethesda and stuff stuff like they you know they were doing fine and everything but there was still there is still some you know like some need for for uh you know a better a better more stable uh money flow to continue doing the things that they want to do and so you know i i could definitely see it happening but if if it doesn't at the same time that wouldn't surprise me either you know mm. yeah
3: i uh... I don't think that anything is happening with this. Aaron Greenberg has been known to troll when it comes to Mm -hmm. things like this that are being talked about virally. Um, Not that I don't think something is not going to happen with Sega. I mean, hey, I'm a fan of the Conspiracy Blue controller. But got one if, if something does happen i think it'll be a deal where like sega uh, sega collection is added to game pass like sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 uh yakuza like a dragon uh, we've already got three or four of the yakuza games on there like they they clearly have a relationship with them and microsoft is trying to get a foothold in japan mm-hmm. um i think at one time maybe they were trying to get Sega, but. After getting Bethesda, I mean, I don't expect another mega-acquisition. At that point, you have a whole other issue of is the Japanese government even going to allow it to happen because they're a lot stricter than the U.S. is on acquisitions and such of that nature for creating a monopoly. Um, and I think we'd have to have a very real conversation about is Microsoft spending too much and buying too much for not enough return? Right. Um, I, I, they want the Bethesda deal closed first before they eye another major one, but a Game Pass announcement? I could see coming in the next month or two. Um, We know Mm -hmm. they're getting ready to announce the December games for Game Pass. So, I mean, you could see something as soon as next week.
0: Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. That big rumor... I mean, the big rumor for Game Pass next week is that Control is finally coming, but
3: a year after Phil Spencer accidentally set
4: up. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't Um, that be funny if they're like, you remember Sega TV? (laughs) And then like every every single Sega game that they have the rights to is backwards compatible for the (laughs) in-game pass.
3: (laughs) Uh, I I could see see a very big announcement of like, hey, a bunch of these backwards compatible Sega titles are going to be on Game Pass now. Mm -hmm. I really think the biggest thing that they could announce though, because Corey, you know better than I do, but correct me if I'm wrong. Sega owns Altus, do they not?
0: They, yeah, they own Atlas, and they, own, which means uh, Persona, which means yes. Shimagami Tensei, which means uh, what else? Like it's PlayStation stuff, like uh, Dragon's Crown and uh, Odin Sphere, and, and stuff like that. So,
3: so my thinking is. We've been asking for Persona 5 to come to the Switch for years now. I've been one of those who's been asking for it, started on my PS4, but that's the perfect kind of game that I could pick up, play like a half hour and put it back down. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll just take me like five years to get through it. And what if they somehow, because Persona is traditionally thought of as a PlayStation franchise.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: What if they made a deal a la Final Fantasy Thirteen, to get... uh, persona a, a hypothetical persona 6 on PS5 and Xbox Series X in the west on the same day that would be big i could see them trying something like that they're they're doing it with yakuza i mean yakuza right now the only way you can play the actual next gen version of it is on xbox the ps5 mm. patch won't come out until spring like that's kind of bizarre to me mm.
0: that
3: that's the game that they're doing it with but okay like
1: has anybody I, played
0: yakuza by the way
1: no, I guess I thought it was on Game Pass. I thought it was gonna be on Game Pass originally, but Mm-mm. Yeah, no, uh, I do want to. They, they play put it, a but...
3: lot of the series on there, and I mean that, that it's very realistic they could be teasing that. What, they like didn't... three,
0: four, and five finally coming over?
3: Three, four and five could come over. Uh I mean I was gonna say like a dragon. Like a dragon could easily come in the spring.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, that PS five pat like the PS five version comes out, they're yeah. like, Hey, it's on Game Pass. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because the whole thing is like Microsoft wants to be competitive in Japan, and I mean, frankly, they're doing somewhat better there than they did before. They sold twenty-two thousand <laughs> consoles. They sold out completely. Like, there's a lottery system going on in Japan right now for them. That's just kind of bizarre. But <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it, to be fair, that bar is not very high. <laughs>
3: It, it's not. It, it's not. But I mean, if you're trying to make inroads, you're not just. If you're getting Japanese companies on board, you're not just doing it for the Japan and the Korea market share. You're trying to do it for those people who like maybe they only buy a console because like, oh, I want my JRPGs, and PlayStation is in our. PlayStation and Switch are the place to go for JRPGs. Xbox mm-hmm. is not. Xbox is not what you think of when you when you know, when you think Western RPGs. You're like, oh yeah, Xbox.
4: Mm-hmm. But
3: JRPGs not, not at all. What if you could be like, oh, well, if you're an RPG fanatic, if you like Western and Japanese, you can get all of that stuff, like minus mm-hmm. maybe Final Fantasy Seven Sixteen on Xbox now. Like that would mm-hmm. be huge,
0: an yeah. absolutely mm-hmm.
3: But so I, I don't know. I right now, I think this is a nothing burger.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: I agree. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see where. I don't think Sega's in a good enough spot unless it's an absolute desperation move for them to sell, which I guess is possible. I just don't see like a positive announcement around that happening. Yeah. But I don't see that's I don't see that's also how they I don't see that's the way that they go about doing it. I think their business would die off before they would sell at like a very very desperate time.
0: Yeah. I could mm-hmm. see, the only thing yeah. I could see really is like a like a game pass announcement of like like Josh said, like old games or the Yakuza games or
2: you partnership, know. sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, yeah, yeah.
0: I could see stuff like Crazy Taxi and like some Dreamcast classics that were released on Xbox Live Arcade last or the 360, and could make them way over to Game Pass or whatever. But mm-hmm. all right, moving on. Speaking of uh, bad news, Marvel's Avengers has failed to recoup its development costs so far. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about that the last time we recorded, but uh, it seems to be more, you know, uh, confirmed this time around.
3: Uh, yeah. So it's only made sixty percent of its budget back, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, to put this in perspective, this game is estimated after marketing costs to have cost them over a hundred million dollars to make. I do not understand how. Well. I, hypothetically I do not understand how an Avengers game at the height of the MCU's popularity in a year with no MCU movie or show
4: mm-hmm.
3: somehow is not one of the biggest games of the year. Um, we talked about this briefly on boss rush podcast a few weeks ago. I was on there with uh, Jesse, Ed and Leron and we were talking about games as a service in general and This is yet another example of a game that did not need that model and Mm -hmm. they shoved it in there anyways. This could have been such a cool game like that. It is still probably my favorite story in a game that I've experienced this year. Granted, disclaimer, I have not been able to play The Last of Us or Ghost Tsushima yet, but it is my favorite story I've been able to actually play this year. Uh, It is a love letter to 80 years of Marvel Comics. Kamala, a phenomenal character to tell that story through. But holy shit, the gameplay is so bland. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, the combat is cool, but how? why am I just fighting robots, like, the entire time? Like, you couldn't even reskin the enemies a little bit? Like, why do I need a Destiny or a Borderlands-style loot system in an Avengers game? Why can I not just play as the Avengers with my friends Mm -hmm. and just run around, like... You don't. Also, if you're going to if you're <laughs> going to have six players in the Avengers, you might want to make it six player and not just four. Just saying. Mm. I, I I'm optimistic, I guess, about maybe naively so about the upcoming uh, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton content packs, but Holy shit! This game dropped down to like less than a thousand players on Steam, not even two and a half weeks after launch. It was plagued by one of the worst launches for a game as a service title I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, just dump Spider-Man for PlayStation and uh, and be done with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that that that's you know like that kind of model of game just turns so many people off at this point and. And if you want to like target the hardcore, you know, like MCU fans, you're you're gonna wanna just make a really good game that's just based on story, and not dealing with all that crap. Because yeah, like yeah, like honestly, it, that that kind of of you know game style doesn't really make any sense to me. Like like how how exactly. Like, just the idea of finding better loot, like, that does not make any sense. And, in, in uh, you know, in that kind of setting, like, that so, world,
2: if I can interrupt, I would argue that it absolutely does. I think it's all in the execution. If you think about like Iron Man 2, his whole thing is him trying yeah. to find this element and then crafting a new suit. That the whole yeah, and every time they get new true. suits and they're going to search for something, like. There is absolutely a path where this makes sense. Unfortunately, you can't do the detail that you need with enough stuff that way. Yeah. And also to keep it so that people are playing so much that I feel like that they're going to make their money back through either microtransactions or buying season passes and stuff like that. But I, uh-huh. I do think it works. I think they just took a core game, which is probably okay, and then tack this thing in there in such yeah. a generic way that they're at odds with each other, and I think yeah. that the comic book community I'm sorry, but <laughs> even though it's a stereotype to know how like nerdy the Simpsons comic book guy is and stuff like that, like they can smell a rat, and that's what it is yeah. it's just it's just not <clears throat> it's not good, it's not cohesive, it doesn't feel like everything's happening in world like I'm sorry, but like when I'm playing as the Hulk, am I going like literally kick open a fucking chest to like get a currency that I don't know what it is yeah. not mm. sure what it does and then when I even when I use it I'm like is this doing anything I'm still playing like, the exact same way as the Hulk like yeah. it just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel like a comic book game it feels like they've skinned it I'm sorry I said this before but it feels like a mobile game
1: it, yep that's it, it exactly looks, what I was gonna better. say
2: it looks better <laughs> And it plays like playing with a controller, but it plays like one of those early mobile games.
3: Yeah. The, this game makes me really question how much longer we're really going to have Square Enix West Division. Because <laughs> they have now, they, they labeled the Tomb Raider reboot that sold like 6 million copies a failure.
4: Mm-hmm. They labeled
3: that as a financial failure. I want you to let that sink in for a minute. How many games would you kill to do 6 million copies? That are non-sports games, non-franchise games so much so that Rise of the Tomb Raider was only made because they partnered with Microsoft and we all saw the shitstorm Microsoft got for that one Shadow of the Tomb Raider was made by a different studio because they decided that they were going to put Crystal Dynamics which honestly is probably the best studio they could have put onto this, onto Avengers this game was probably rebooted once or twice in development Deus Ex died for this uh, this makes me really worried about Outriders. That's supposed to come out in February. They are trying oh, another live service model game.
0: Not uh, did four they? Did, or five months. Is it live service? I thought they said that that's more of like a Borderlands. There is a definitive end with expansion packs it, coming.
3: It is, but it isn't. Um, it's got a definitive end, unlike Destiny. But I believe it is meant to also be live
0: service. Hmm. I bet. I, they, I, I the wonder if the it's like
3: on that game has been so muddled. <laughs> and it is another example. I mean, we're two months away from the launch of that game, and I still couldn't tell you the first thing what the fuck that game is about. It but looks I think, cool. I think, outright, it looks, looks cool. cool. I absolutely want to play it because I like games like that. But when I can't even get into a looter game. That's where I start getting concerned about your business model. I think they just thought, like, oh, we're going to walk in and, oh, oh, Destiny got delayed. We're going to have the fall all to ourselves until that comes out. There's no Borderlands this year. out. We pushed back Outrider, so it wasn't competing with our own game. We've got the Marvel license. We can just do this. The characters are just so bland. Like, that is the... Blandest Captain America and Tony Stark I think I've ever encountered. Like I'm not expecting you to go be, uh, go out and get Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans for this, but holy God, you have some of the best voice actors exactly. on the planet voicing your characters, and it's that bad.
2: And you also have some of the deepest like uh, reference material, and yeah. so many different artists of different things. Like you'd like it's it, it bothers me so much that they like took the the movies. Models of the Avengers and like, hey, we can't get the licensing or the actors for these, but let's make it as close as we can and make it like the weirdest uncanny valley that we've
3: looks like he's in hockey pads. He looks like the fake Batman wearing hockey pads at the beginning of the Dark Knight.
2: I think (laughs) it's it's unfortunate because I think that when you make a looter shooter or a loot or whatever you want to say, like a, a, a Schluter. It's not really a shooter game, but it's definitely like I would say that most of the these uh, live service games revolve heavily around loot, and you have a game where you don't focus on the loot. It's weird. It's just it feels weird. Like you could literally put where you find a piece. Of every one of like Tony Stark's Mark whatever Iron Man suits, and like you, like I would play that game infinitely just to yeah. get every build of yep. every armor. Yep. I'd be like, you don't have to. Yep. I don't need to find this or that. I was like, let me find. Oh, I found the leg piece. Oh, I found an arm. I found this helmet piece, and then let me build every suit and give me Tony Stark's uh, like room where you can see all the armors. Be like, look, I collected every single one. Like th- that. That's one character. You do that for mm-hmm. every one. Come up with every version. Give me the original Captain America. Give me each version of Cap that I can go find. And you just separate out his armor. I don't need to be like, oh, I found, I found enchanted bandages. They're not enchanted. I don't know what they are. Like, literally, I found rags when I was on Hulk, and I was like, what is this? Or oh, like get, upgrading
0: let's... his rib cages, like
1: mm, more ribs. <laughs> oh, look
2: at this! I took out two. I lost Hulk for
1: an <laughs> yeah. hour. So, when, like when the. When the outfits for for MCU characters were better in Fortnite and more interesting to try to collect, because they went with then You know estimate. you're doing something wrong. But like, <laughs> well, and so
3: like I, they, there's a difference though. Like Fortnite clearly had the MCU right,
2: but they yeah. also have an art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had Yeah, they like have an cool actual art. Like
3: here, they they were caught between trying to make it look like a comic book and trying to make it look hyper realistic. Yeah, And it just doesn't work that way. Combine that with the game takes so long to load all the time, even after performance patches. Like, Mm -hmm. even on Series X, apparently, it's still, like, close to a minute to load that game up. And it's just in an era of games. Like, we were just talking about how much we've all enjoyed Destiny loading faster. I don't want to go back to a game that's going to take that long to load for something that I'm all. It's already tedious. It took me two weeks to even be able to finish the campaign because I had a game-breaking bug. I... Just every experience I've had with this game has been bad. Kamala and Natasha saved the campaign for me.
0: See, I uh, I had to stop playing because it hard crashed yeah. on me three times. It uh, two yep. times in one night. I was like, I can't I can't do this until they fix yeah. it. Like I I want to finish that story so bad because I was so, like I was into it. Like I was into like playing as Kamala and seeing it from her point of view and like it's great bringing the Avengers back together for this. You know crazy ending or whatever, but I'm just like I can't do this. If the game's gonna hard crash on me and like I start three checkpoints ago, like i c I'm not gonna replay it an hour and a half a game to have it crash mm-hmm. on me again. I'm not so I I don't know. I was I was I was enjoying it but I'm also disappointed by like just how many issues I had with it.
1: So Yeah.
0: anybody else got anything else to say about it? No. Okay.
2: I wish it was better. Yeah, I'm I wanna, gonna get, I I'm like gonna it. get upset if we keep talking
3: about this game.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean I I
3: saw one of the collectors editions at Best Buy today just like sitting there lonely and I almost got it.
0: I want that Captain America <laughs> statue. That's but... why I almost got it. And <laughs> I remembered all the crap that comes with it and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna move on here. Microsoft hints at turning Xbox into an app for your T V. How's everyone feel about it? Xbox I mean, app we on their TV. See this one, yeah. yeah. We
4: yeah.
2: Talk, If once if there's if I have an Xbox app on my TV, then can I get the Apple TV app within the Xbox app?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Appception. Yeah. Uh, For
1: sure. I mean, we
3: we kind of talked we kind of touched on this when we talked about the Samsung deal. Uh, I think we all expected to see this on Samsung TVs, and then with the announcement that at least in Europe, uh, LG OLEDs are their official mm-hmm. TV partner.
0: I think they are. Like, here too. I wouldn't.
3: Oh, okay. I-, I wouldn't expect this. I would not be surprised to see this on LG, Samsung and Vizio mm-hmm. by the end of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh, Phil's made it pretty clear that that was going to be their next expansion. And, hey, if you're still getting shut out of iOS and, you know, you're working on that web-based app and whatnot, like, which I'm sure Apple is going to move to try and stop them and Amazon and Stadia from doing, like, they want that sweet revenue. TV is the next best place to do it, I think. Mm-hmm. I personally thought Apple TV was going to be where they were going to go. And then, well, the whole iOS thing happened. Like, this is great. They're making it to where you don't have to buy a box to get that experience. Here's Mm -hmm. the problem with putting this on all these devices though. It's cool if you have that connection. If you have a gigabit line or something. If you don't have something that I would say 300 megabytes at the very least, you're screwed. That's going to chew your data up so fast. And in the United States, it is simply not feasible with how much power we give to ISPs. Mm -hmm. It's just not feasible uh, Mm -hmm. right now. I get it. Mm-hmm. We're future planning here. We're future proofing. Like maybe mm-hmm. two, three years from now, we'll have less restrictions. You know, we'll revisit the net neutrality uh, argument. But until that's done, you're simply not going to get the performance you could be getting. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the people who have that, it's like, well, we probably own the box. Why on earth do we need it? Like, mm-hmm. it'd be great. It would have saved me from buying another console, but whatever. Like, that's change at this point.
1: One yeah. you on. Yeah. Once Elon gets those uh, those satellites up for everyone. Yeah, they're up. <laughs>
2: but did you guys see that uh, Comcast is going to start putting data caps on home internet? Yeah.
4: Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I,
2: I, and they're the ones trying to prevent
3: Google Fiber from expanding also. Because yeah. Fiber is like 50 bucks for unlimited internet
0: at data speeds. That's how ours is. We have... I think we pay... What do we pay? We we get a hundred down and a hundred up, I think. For no, we get more than that. I don't know. We get way more than that, I think. But we we pay fifty bucks a
1: month, and we have fiber here, so uh, it's real nice. By the yeah, way. I yeah. See, that's the thing is one of the main things that that's important for um, stream. You know, like playing games on Game Pass and or on X Cloud and stuff. Um, is like this is one of the times where the upload speed uh, really is important, and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I think my upload is only like ten. Mm-hmm. My download's like two hundred, but but where I'm at, like upload speeds, like are very very low. It doesn't break much higher than I think twenty up, and that's like the most expensive. You know, version that you have to buy to get that, um, but yeah. So like, that's the only thing that's kind of sucked for, for me is like trying to play it on a on, on you know like, connection at my house. Like, it like it does fine, but there are you know there are times where it will have hiccups, but you know like just because my upload speed isn't the greatest. So, but. Other than that, like, you know, like if I'm playing on my, um, on my phone, like off of the phone network outside, you know, then it works fine. Or if I'm somewhere where I get a decent connection on my phone, it works fine. But there are times where like very time, you know, time, uh, specific demanding games, it can be a little shoddy, uh, if I don't have a good connection, um, which sucks. But yeah, like I... I'm hoping, you know, 5, 5G eventually will will be at a point where it actually is, um, you know, promising what, what, it, um, what they're saying. But even right now, like very few uh, 5G connections actually do better than 4G. So like a lot of them are actually the 5G aren't even as good as 4G. Like, I've watched videos of people doing a like showing the 5G connection and then showing their 4G, and their 4G just blows it out of the water because it's just it's not a it's not quite where it needs to be yet. So, Mm -hmm. so I think we're quite a ways away from from being able to rely on that more, too. So, but who knows?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it, I think it'd be cool because then I can just put my console in the office and then just have the app on my TV and like. A controller and be like oh okay well I'll play something out here mm-hmm. i guess for a little bit but um yeah i don't know i, I think it's cool for certain people i don't know if it's going to be for people like us at all yeah it's going to so.
1: be for bigger cities that it will be much more reliable i think yeah people that live in small small apartments that you know don't have enough room as it is to be having all this collected stuff yeah <laughs> it'll be nice for people like that you know that won't have to have all these things to be able to do stuff that they want to do you know for yeah. sure so all
0: right last story here uh mech war 5 will be arriving on xbox in spring 2021 uh that's cool. I remember, uh, nice. what were the mech games on the original Xbox? Mech Yeah,
1: Mech Such good games. I'm oh.
3: unreasonably excited about this.
1: Yeah.
0: Because
3: Mech Assault <laughs> comes from the Mech Warrior franchise, and I'm really, really, really excited these are the first games coming to console, I believe, for it since Mech Assault. So yeah. bring it on. Bring it on, baby. I'm ready for this. Anything with big giant robots, I'll play it. That Exomecha game looks terrible, but I'm gonna play it.
0: <laughs> you think I can't wait. You think they'll make an adapter for my Steel Battalion controller?
2: <laughs> I just cut the end yeah. off and put a USB.
0: Uh, at least port on you
2: on.
3: actually have one of those.
0: I do, it's at my parents' house.
3: Uh, Corey, you were a god among men. I know. I love you right now. <laughs> Guess how
0: Guess how many guess how many minutes I've played of Steel Battalion? Zero. <laughs> like sixty.
3: Yeah. That's about right. Sorry, mm-hmm. you should campaign for that game to be backwards compatible and then ask them if they'll make that controller all compatible
0: right. for you. Hashtag Steel Battalion <laughs> for series <laughs> Phil X. Phil
3: Spencer, I know you're I know you're yeah. listening to this show right now. Phil Buddy need pal. You to do this. Guys, if you've never seen the Steel Battalion controller, I implore you all to pause this podcast and go well, Google Steel next time Battalion I'm over there. Xbox controller.
0: Next time over at my parents' house, I'll take a picture and send it to you. I'll, and it, I feel it, like if there was
3: absurd thing I have ever.
0: Seen. I'll fl- I'll fleet it out for people. I hate you on my and I feel... on my Twitter at I am Corey and I'll fleet it out for everybody. I'll play it. Somebody <laughs> stop! Somebody stop! Somebody
3: get a hold of Corey's wife. Fleet! Somebody stop him!
1: Fleet See, it. The the thing is too is like the the those kind of games. Like there, there's so many fun things that they could do with that. Like, like imagine if they would just like let you turn your eye, your like, your tablets into like touch screen like buttons and stuff, where you could actually like activate things by you know like use the controller or whatever to to control things, but like be able to use like a tablet for for like more like visual kind of like things and. You know, like, just do something cool with it that allows you to, you know, have a little bit more immersion Um, if you don't feel like buying, like, a big, massive, you know, rig to be able to play it. Like, I I think they could do some fun stuff with with games like that, you know, like, because that's what those are about. Those, you know, those games are about just having this crazy, like, you know, just tons of things that you can do and, like, just really getting into the whole idea of these you know these mechs and stuff but yeah hope it's better uh, than uh yeah i, I it, it's exciting i would definitely i definitely will probably uh pick it up because yeah i i loved like those kind of games back in the day and uh i think it was the yeah like Mech Assault on the regular xbox or whatever where it came with a disc that you could give to your friends and then you could link your xboxes together with just the 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 uh the lan whatever line mm-hmm. and you could just play on two different tvs and they didn't need to buy the game you could just literally play two player with one, one copy of it it was it was great
2: i think MechaSalt was the first dlc that i ever purchased on xbox you mm-hmm. could download new, mechs. <laughs> I don't know what they were called. Yeah. Assuming just mechs, but I remember you could download new ones. Uh, and I downloaded a couple of those. I think that was the first DLC that I ever downloaded. First uh, uh, direct uh, connection, like you're talking, Jesse, mm-hmm. that I ever played was Time Splitters via cross oh, okay. cable. Nice.
1: Ooh, yeah, I think splitters. that's a good one. I think I did it with Command and Conquer too. I want to say Command & Conquer Red Alert or something like that. I forget what game it was. But I have one of those the Command & Conquer games, I believe you could do that with as well. So. Man.
2: I have a time machine.
1: <laughs>
2: now we do. It's an Xbox series. Yeah. Uh,
4: yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've
3: been asking for Mecha Assault for years to come back. and I get excited every time that it looks a mech game is being shown the first time Titanfall got shown I was like oh my god is this mech assault and it was not it was something better so oh just god please mech warrior doesn't even have to be good just let me play it let me enjoy it let me play as a giant (laughs) robot for like six hours to get my fix in for the next 10
0: years as long as it's better than that uh, mech game that Ed was obsessed with on switch for like a month and a half
3: uh-oh. Even Ex Machina is a terrible game, and you should all feel bad if you like it. I'm aware. And every single one of you should feel bad if you played it and enjoyed it.
0: It's I'm bad. I'm aware. I'm well I don't aware even know what it is. Hmm. You it's, don't it's need bad, to. Joe, it's, it's bad. They had when play the it. when the Witcher came out, they had Witcher DLC for it for a mech game.
2: That's Gross. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Right.
0: Ah, all these alerts <laughs> are going off on my computer. USB device not <laughs> recognized.
3: Oh, I was like, e- that's Ed's music.
0: Do I sound all right? Do I look
2: all right? Everything okay? So fine. Yep. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: That's all your computer's right. version of stranger danger. USB not recognized.
0: Oh, I unplugged and my, <laughs> my capture card is kind of hanging out at, at my feet right now. So, whoops. Sorry, everybody. Uh, all right, let's get into these questions. Remember, you can tweet at us at Podcast or email us at ArsenalXPodcast at gmail.com to have your question read right here on this very show. This show, guys. Question will be read. What show is that? Okay. <laughs> Are you lost, You Are you no. all right? Feeling all right? <laughs> uh, Sam Hall writes and he says, Hey, guys, I wonder what your thoughts on the looter shooter genre was. Is, oh, it, no. is it dead? Is Destiny the king among peasants? What are some of what are some others that you have enjoyed? Thanks. I
3: as far as looter games go, looter shooters, there's pretty clearly two at the front of the pack and everybody else is miles behind them, and that's destiny. I, I would say destiny is first.
1: Mm-hmm. In a
3: lot of ways, destiny is number one.
1: Destiny is <clears anthem>. <laughs> Jesse, you fired. De- Go would it,
3: It's definitely Destiny and Borderlands.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, it, it's pretty inarguable. I think Borderlands does the loot a lot better. They lay it on you a lot thicker than Destiny does.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, there's more variety, things like that, but holy hell, Destiny outpaces it in every single other aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's pretty clear why Destiny is the only... Again, that's done us on Boss Rush a few weeks ago. It's pretty clear why it's the only games-as-a-service title that actually works.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's because they not only deliver you addicting gameplay and a good gameplay loop, there's a really, really, really good narrative that goes along with this game and with this universe as well that really only a studio like Bungie is going to give you. Like, the gameplay of Borderlands, of what I've played of it, is fine, but I've never once cared about the story.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas well, be,
3: Destiny, I'm playing for the story first and foremost.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. well, and to and to be fair, you know, like Destiny has been in it for long enough time that they've had the chance to get over all those kind of you know beginner issues that you run into.
3: Well, we thought that, and then Destiny too. Yeah. Came out.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, they. It seems like. They were able to to write the ship a lot quicker.
3: Oh yeah, than
0: than you know. I don't know. The token system still kind of sucks, but
2: I funny. think that there's a anybody that is a creative type, I think has been in this position where you know what you want to do. Whether you're a musician, you're like. You, like you you feel the song that you want to compose in your head, and you're just like you kind of keep getting it wrong and you keep trying notes until you get it right
4: mm-hmm. and
2: I think destiny, and I would say more so not saying destiny Bungie is a company that knew what they wanted to do. They just didn't quite know how to pave the way there since they're they're really the only company that's doing like a a game-as-a-service looter-shooter that's been, like I would say, successful. And I think that they had a lot of obstacles in the way that I think they're pretty clear of now. And I think that's the main difference between Bungie and anybody else that's attempting it, is that somebody else goes into this and they're like, I want to make a looter-shooter. And Destiny's like, we want to do this. And it's not that. I mean, yes, it is a looter-shooter, but I think they more so want to tell a story that they find interesting. They have guns. They're like these guns. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? It's not necessarily about creating a looter shooter so much as it is combining all of these elements to create mm-hmm. a new
1: experience for people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, think, it's the I arrangement. think that's the difference. Yeah, Correct. It's like you, like a song you said. Like, the, it's the they have all the parts. They have the drums. They have the uh, vocals. They have the you know the leads and all that stuff. But it was, it was just a matter of them figuring out how to arrange them and make them all work together. And yeah. yeah, And they're finally, you know, getting to a point where, where it's, you know, it's at a, it's at a much better place than it, than it was. But.
2: And I think with all the other companies, I think they run into this point where it's like, okay, we've tried this now for a year. Let's call it. And then they end it or like it kind of like, you know, goes away a little like Anth- is Anthem still around. Is that is anyone playing that? Does that happen? I mean, I mean, um, but, I mean, let's
0: let's look at a better example, like The Division. Like, yeah, that game, Great. it's mm-hmm. it, it, it checks all the right boxes. It plays well. It's it. It's yeah. fun to play. It's fun to play with your friends. Mm-hmm. The War the Warlords of New York expansion came out. I don't know anybody who played up to that point, even
2: nope mm-hmm. I tried nope. to get back into it right before it came out, because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get excited about this, because the game is fun. Like, it is a fun yeah, game yeah. to play. Loot fucking sucks. Like, there's, yeah. like, well, like, that again, like, you run into the problem. It's like, when you it get into the loot... It doesn't matter
3: what kind of gun you use. It's does just, it. basically, all SMGs fire the same, all Shotties fire the same. I think... It's, I've never once cared. I look to see what color it is before I delete.
0: And And the thing yeah. is, too, is, like, there's two things. One... They try to make a, a looter shooter in a, in the you know quote unquote real world, where like you have you you you've already set yourself limitations at, at that point where like yeah. you can't make cool or interesting like guns like mm-hmm. Destiny can you can't have yeah. superpowers like Destiny can right like you can't have all these things and two it's like the Division is a is a Ubisoft game and Joe's you said this like couple like a month or two ago you're like it's really fun until it's not you know yeah. and it it doesn't matter if it's like 5 it hours, 10 hours, 20 every hours every
2: single ubisoft game becomes the same game. Uh-huh. And it's mm-hmm. it's never a really conscious or an anger thing. It's just the next time you go to play a game, you you look at your screen, you can see it's the last one there and you just move one over and then eventually it just goes off the screen. Mm-hmm. Like you, you never delete it until like maybe you're purging or something like that. You're always maybe I'll go back to it. But it's just something better is a better option.
3: In terms of systems and mechanics, I think the Division came the closest, and by closest, I mean not close at all, to hitting the magic that Destiny and that Bungie had. Mm -hmm. Bungie took basically what Borderlands was already established by the time Destiny came out. Borderlands 2 was out, had been a big hit. Borderlands 1 had been a big hit. And Destiny basically took that, threw it online, gave you some insane superpowers, let you team up with your friends... And they did something we'd never seen before, a six-player activity called a raid. They basically took a World of Warcraft raid and put it on consoles in an FPS. Mm -hmm. We'd never seen anything like this before. Mm -hmm. So not only did they innovate the genre there, it was really the first of its kind that was online for a console game. And... They were the first ones, so everybody associates it with that. And then once it got fixed with Taken King, obviously, like Taken King and later Forsaken became the gold standards against which all else in this genre and this style of game gets graded against, whether however fair or unfair that is in terms of mm-hmm. you know your narrative, your your production design, your sound, your guns, your superpowers. Like Corey said, like I, I keep coming back to Avengers with this, and it's like. He, how on earth did you think that this product was going to compete in that space? Mm-hmm. Did you really think you were going to win over Destiny Or Hell, even Borderlands 3 players? Borderlands 3 had a new DLC this year. Like, how did you think you were going to win over either of those fan bases with this? Mm-hmm. Like, you had the opportunity. They have the superpowers, but mm-hmm. they're just not
2: cool. You have to yeah. put in the time. You yeah. have to put in the time. Yeah. Like think uh-huh. about anything Whether like if anybody that's an aspiring streamer, they tell you the same thing. Anybody that's a content creator, someone that does video or movies or music, you have Mm -hmm. to just keep doing it when you fail. Like that's you learn something from failing, but that's where all the other companies give up. They're like, they're like, oh, it didn't work out. And then they just don't know what to do. They don't try. Oh, the Ubisoft yeah. model can't work for
3: this game. to yeah.
2: give up and move to something
3: this else. Is, like, do we need? We need more beacons. We gotta
4: put some.
1: Beacons. This is this is your Spider-Man or this is your um, Batman versus Superman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the Marvel. Like you know, yeah. like I I love DC, but you know some of those movies have just been you know exactly. I think the same issue is what happened with this Marvel game. Is it? the 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 right amount of detail and and uh, heart for for the things that they were doing just don't se- didn't seem to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've uh
0: just ba- like even way back when like the Titan King and and even Rise of Iron were coming out, I was going. I'm working on some personal stuff and. Uh, and I was going back through some old videos that we were doing, like way back when, and uh, one of the old podcasts I was a part of, it was uh, it was all about like the the looter shooter genre, and like I think we were talking about, it was like right when Overwatch was starting, it was before Overwatch came out, but we were talking about Overwatch, and we were talking about Battleborn, and I think it was mm-hmm. either like Rise of Iron, yeah, was a- Battleborn. yeah, Rise of Iron was about to come out, and the Division was coming out. Uh, and it was funny cause we were on that show. We were like, it was called like on a day when overwatch battleborn destiny and, uh, the division are, are about to come out dark souls wins or something. Cause dark souls three, I think was coming out at the time. And, uh, I was like, man, that, that's still like super relevant today. Where like, you know, destiny's out and is kind of like the king but like people are starting to spread out now into other things. Yeah. And uh mm. you know, kinda like, yeah. like Joe said, if if you're not gonna like keep at it to fix it, then what, is it even worth doing a games as a service thing.
1: So
2: And like I feel bad for anybody that's invested heavily into one of these looter shooters mm-hmm. like Anthem and put maybe a thousand hours in and now just is like now like
1: you're going meet promised- that. Guy.
2: Man, <laughs> do they exist? Does that person exist?
1: If you've played I mean, Anthem I mean, for I've longer than much time in it, <laughs> if you've played
0: <laughs> Anthem as long it. as we've been, as long as we put into Destiny, please let us know. Right in.
2: <laughs> We'd love to have you. I yeah. want to know what other looter shooters you guys are playing other than Borderlands and Destiny. Because honestly, like I can't think of any. No,
3: there's not one because every single one that comes out is just bad. It just it's, it's like bad or it's fo- like in the case of Division like I had a great time playing Division two when I picked it up for ten bucks and it was a stopgap between seasons and Destiny for me. Mm-hmm. I played it between Shadow keep coming out and Season of Dawn's narrative content dropping. So like the two three weeks after Christmas last year, had a great time playing it with our friend Ray. But once we beat the story, I was like, I literally never feel like I need to pick this game up again. I got through the story; I had a fun thirty hours. I got ten bucks worth out of it easily. Mm-hmm. I'll never buy one of these games for full price, and I simply am not going to invest the time needed to make a build in yet another game. There's just nobody does it like Destiny or like Borderlands. And
1: yeah, and Ghost well, like fail. I picked up Ghost Recon for for like super cheap. And talk about that seemed like a step backwards from, from, uh, from you know from division. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what happened with that game, but it didn't look good. It didn't play great. Which game? I don't know. Ghost Recon. Uh, the Ghost Recon. Oh uh, yeah, Ghost Recon's been
3: bad
0: for a while now.
1: I think God, the last I time I mean, I couldn't believe it. The last time I enjoyed
0: Ghost Recon was uh, Future Soldier on 360
1: yeah
3: One in the launch window of the 360 was the last time i liked ghost recon (laughs) yeah Um, i was 14 at the time (laughs)
4: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: um all right we're gonna move on to our last question we're we're running a little bit short on time here uh mark dreshen says uh hey guys found your show about a month ago and i gotta say you all have a great show Thanks, Mark. Uh Thank you. Yeah. I'd like to ask what are some upcoming games for Series X you all are excited for? Which ones do you think will hit best? Thanks. Um man, I don't even I would have to pull up a list of like upcoming games. I mean, unless he's talking about like everything that's been announced. Like I Fable. So... Fable and Hellblade are two that I'm like really looking forward to. But
3: yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm gonna take this to mean ex- exclusives. Because uh, things that you can only get on Series X. Um, I mean, I, Halo Infinite's absolutely at the top. Of the uh, list, yeah, I yeah. Think. For for yeah. all of us, I think Halo. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Fable, Halo, and Fable are always going to be big hits. Um, I can't quite agree on Hellblade because I haven't played the first one yet. I just, have it downloaded, but I just have never.
0: I know. Oh, I. It will t- take you I just have it. It'll take you one long day to beat.
1: <clears throat> Yeah, and you could even 100% it easily. It's a very easy
3: 100%. It's one of those I'll get to it eventually games. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, that's how it was for me. To to
3: go off the beaten path of our established franchises that we know are always going to perform well, your Halo, your Gears, your Forza, your Fables, um, I would say Avowed. I I think Avowed is going to be a much bigger game than a a lot of us are giving it credit for, even though it is set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. It mm-hmm. is the kind of Skyrim answer that Microsoft was looking for, and then they went out and bought Bethesda. So, for going to include Bethesda games, well, Elder we can, say, 6 we can and say we can definitely
0: say we can definitely say that uh, Avowed is coming way before
1: uh, Elder Scroll Six. I'm sure we can just yeah put that right, which that is fine. I think yeah, that, I, mean, I, I think that's it. what they plan on doing is they're gonna they can kind of have them make their game and then the Elder Scrolls game come out of, you know, it'll buy time for them to kind of give each other the time to, this is that an they interesting, need.
3: It's an interesting predicament that Microsoft has now. Because you have three games that are set in like that kind of like medieval fantasy genre between mm-hmm. avowed Elder Scrolls 6 and Fable and potentially all coming out within about 24 months of each other. And that's kind of hilarious to me. <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, th- those are I think those are my answers. If if I had another one and I really thought about it, it would be the rumors that I've heard around Compulsions game. I'm really excited for what I've been hearing, the rumblings of that they're making a Bioshock-esque game over there. Uh, hmm.
1: Um I think that would be really, really cool as an exclusive. But I wanna hear what you guys think. Mine, mine's pretty easy. <laughs> mine's pretty easy. Like I'm I'm really You know, aside from all the things that we obviously all are just kind of given, um, I'm I'm still really excited about Medium. Um, Like that's a game that's just right up my alley. Um, You know, the idea of kind of a almost you know Silent Hill esque kind of game with with some really neat like features of being able to be in a world uh, simultaneously you know, in the real world and, and this, like, spiritual world on screen at the same time mm-hmm. is is going to be a really... It's just going to be a really cool feature to, you know, kind of... You know, like, something that could have been done on PC, you know, before, but for it to be done on console is definitely going to be new, like, a newer thing. um And, you know, and I, I just... It, that story and everything that we've seen of it just really, I find it really fascinating and interesting. Like I can't wait to learn like what, what exactly is going on in, in that story. Um, and I'm, I'm not normally a person who really soup is really super big into stories. A lot of time, if you give me a really, really good gameplay, I don't care. I can like take or leave the story. Um, I'm very, different in that way than most people I feel like <laughs> but you know like, like uh, Watch Dogs Allegiance like I'm absolutely loving that game and the I, the fact that it doesn't have a great story does not bother me in the slightest because I'm having too much fun just playing it you know but um, but yeah the medium the medium for me has been one that I've really been excited for since we first got to see anything on it so that, that mm-hmm. one, that's the one for me right now. That I'm, that I'm looking forward to.
2: I'm waiting on Halo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, Joe's just in a holding pattern constantly. I mean, I'm fine.
2: I have, I mean, I have Destiny that I've been playing, and I will continue to play. Cyberpunk is gonna get me probably the rest of the way. Latest Cyberpunk <laughs> baby. Yeah. It's time. Latest rumors are that Halo's hitting between March and June uh so uh, it's up with what a lot of us were saying back when the delay happened though yeah they need uh, about another six months yeah. or so
3: i had it pegged yeah. for mid to late april which I, <laughs> I still think i think it's out before e3 still personally
1: oh, yeah um, come out on march 24th my birthday it'll be a nice birthday gift from microsoft twenty <laughs> fifth <laughs>
4: just because you said that a,
1: it's kind
0: of nice
2: because i uh, since it didn't come out This year, and the console came out. I still took a few days off, and now my vacation days will reset for the next year. I'll be able to take probably a good couple days off for Halo. But that's in reality, like, as much as I used to be a guy that would play like a ton of games, I would play a game and 100% it, and then just like blow through. I am not that person anymore. I like Mm -hmm. dive into like two or three games really deep, and then I just live there as long as I can, and uh. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just waiting for Halo to come out so that I can replace probably Call of Duty in my repertoire of like what I'm playing regularly and then just like dive into like unlocking and getting all the achievements starting. Oh man, starting from scratch with zero achievements in a Halo game. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> weird. I'm excited. That's it. that's that's really I hate to say that that's what I bought this Xbox for, but that's what I bought this Xbox for.
0: And that's fair. We all bought it for something, right? Mm-hmm. It's very true. I bought it for Gears Tactics, which I still only played the first level of.
2: <laughs> I should play that. I something. love I'm, that game. I, I'm, I I'm kidding. Myself. Game. I'll never play it, but I, I would like to play it. I haven't Gears 5. I didn't finish it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I, Fable, I think it might be the big one for me. Uh. Also Josh speaking of a I need to go back and finish the Outer Worlds. Um, that's the one I like truly want to finish. But um mm-hmm. Man, I don't know, man. I I guess Hellblade and Fable are like the two that I'm really really looking forward to. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really know how much there is to say on that except for I want to know what Play How Playground is is doing that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Josh. Josh, Josh is gone. Oh no. We have a that's all right. Everything still worked out because, uh, I don't know, somehow it just works on the screen that I have up. So, anyways, uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of all I have to say about it. So, uh, Hellblade looks great, though, by the way. Hey, it does jo- look yeah. good. Hey, Josh. <laughs> Welcome back. He's back. I think he's still frozen, though.
2: Yeah, kind of. Which is yeah. hilarious. Must have hit one of those data caps. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that first speed bump of a data cap he played too much destiny <laughs> now he's getting <laughs> getting hit with it so uh but anyways anybody else want to hit it on anything before we get out of here
1: i think i think we kind of hit it all
4: yeah so. i mean no, gonna...
1: I, i'm also looking forward to the full version of grounded being released like, I like, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but I do jump into Grounded here still, you know, here and there. And I really do like that world that they have in that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. for what it is, it's a really fun game.
0: Yeah. So,
1: you all right there, Josh? You good?
3: Yeah, my internet dropped. It's the same thing that happened during the raid race. It's fantastic.
0: Awesome.
2: <laughs> At least it only happened once during the raid. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it, it
0: happened uh, oh god uh, yeah all right well we're gonna we're gonna get out of here what were you gonna say josh before jesse started what were you gonna say it's good to what oh i had nothing
2: or, i had or, nothing else joe I, I don't remember
0: joe what were you gonna say
2: i'm good oh you i thought you were <laughs> trying
0: to say something when jesse kind of went on about grounded
2: Enough time has passed that my goldfish brain has forgotten. Um, You forgot.
0: (laughs) You said it's good to. You said it's good to.
2: I was gonna. Thank you. That actually worked. I was gonna say it feels good to be back and do a podcast again.
0: Yes. Yeah. For sure. I know it's been like this whole week. I was like, I had this like really weird revelation of like, man, it feels good to just sit down and like play games and not have to edit or work on anything. And then Uh (laughs) yesterday I was like bouncing, like when I think I have to do something, I start like bouncing my knee up and down while I'm sitting there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to podcast or do something. And like, I was thinking about like, (laughs) and like I started getting like all my personal stuff ready to go for other things that I would like to work on someday, maybe if it ever happens. And, uh, yeah, it just feels good to be sitting in this chair again because my computer has literally not been on for a week. So, um, anyways, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank everybody for watching and are listening to Arsenal X. You can find it on your podcast service of choice. Please like, subscribe, share, rate, and review our show. Those good reviews and ratings help us a lot. So, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at arsenalxpodcastgmail.com. Josh, where can we find you?
3: Uh, as always, you can find me on Thursday nights on Boss Rush Games. It's Towers Casuals. Tower, Tower, Tower Casuals podcast. All about Destiny. <laughs> Corey and I have some fun lower corners coming up. We have some stuff to talk about regarding the season. I'm going to keep talking about the Deep Stone Crypt. And then, as always, on Twitter and Twitch, at, at Josh underscore Finn with two ends. We're playing through Gears 5 this week. And then we're gearing up for cyberpunk, baby. It's time. It's time. It's becoming a cyberpunk only stream.
0: Make sure you turn off that uh, (laughs) takedown music.
3: Oh, God. Yeah. So I I am like, I I do. I'm happy for that. Like, side tangent. I'm happy that that's a feature. But also, like, could you guys not work with, like, Twitch? Yeah. YouTube gaming to avoid the DMCAs in the first
2: place? Yeah, would right. really? so it be nice to be able to play the game yeah. and stream it at the same time? The Yeah, way that it's I, that's
3: the argument I saw is that people who stream the entirety of the game, like I'm planning to, are going to have an inferior experience with it. Yeah. Which, I mean, for me, like, I'm going to have my Spotify piping through my headphones, anyways, but.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. it's sad that I even me who, you know, streams occasionally. I've been having to keep on thinking in the back of my head, Oh yeah, I better turn the music off in this game because
2: <laughs> Yeah. Side note a better feature would be if you could if it would just mute the music through HDMI but played it through your headphones. Yeah. Or, so you, you or, say or you just can not capture. is
0: it. Twitch is owned by Amazon. They could incorporate their Amazon music licenses into
1: Twitch and just be okay with it.
4: I know. That's, what That's exactly wow. what I thought. Is
1: why? Why isn't? Why isn't? You know, Amazon Music just a thing in Twitch. Yeah, so, you know,
0: uh,
2: Joe. Where can we find you? Check those show notes for all the weird ways I spell Colonel Panic, but mostly on Twitter.
4: <laughs>
2: yes,
1: Je- uh, Jesse. Wow. Yeah, you can find me almost everywhere as Phantom and XS. I've got a I've got a song that that reached number 1 on the chart for what it's worth. It's on uh soundclick.com so it's nothing that like most people have probably even heard of but they give it have. Was, it was I mean it was cool though. They it, you know like they give you when you join you join for free they give you a free promotion where you can pick one song to promote and then and then it, you know, like, depending on how many people like it or listen to it or whatever, or voted on it, then you can get put on a um, is like a top 10 thing. And I I was at second place for most of the time, but it did reach first place at one point.
0: Nice. So,
1: but yeah, it's cool.
0: <laughs> you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram and Xbox. Uh, I don't I'm going to try to start streaming next week at some point I'm thinking so uh, you can check me out at Corey and HD on Twitch uh, yeah you can go everywhere on BossRushGames.com and check out the rest of our content and everything uh, follow us on Twitter at ArsenalXPodcast uh, man I feel like it's been a while since I've done this outro I uh, thank everybody so much <laughs> for watching and or listening and until next week we love you goodbye
4: bye bye oh.